when when we think of expiry, we know that like if milk gets expired, we throw it away immediately. Like, you can't drink bad milk. Well, no, you can drink Some it just, well, just yeah. doodle yourself all faster. I drink, I drink milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though, Aries? You, you think I'm joking, but I'm actually serious. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> Bro, let's go rotten out your inside, okay. man. Okay, listen, bad example. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, with everyone's busy schedule, time is of the essence, which is why we created this weekly podcast to give you quick insights on politics, business, and even technology. So whether you're working from home or whether you're on the road, join us as we talk about different events that occurred during the week. My name is Jasegan, and with me I have Aaron and Arius, and we're disseminating. So let's jump right in. Good evening, everyone. My name is Aaron, coming to you live from Toronto, and Jasegan and Aries will be joining me. Jazz, how are you doing tonight, man? Hey, I'm doing well, gentlemen. It's been quite a minute. I think the last podcast we did was like two weeks ago. I know we've been all super busy, but good to hear your good to hear your voices. <laughs> Aries, yeah, how I'm... are you? Good. I'm I'm excited. It's been it's been too long, and uh, I'm standing up. I got the mic in front of me. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Sounds like he's about to start rapping. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Aaron, I terribly cut you off. What were you about to say? Um, no, I was just saying everything has been good, man. Just been busy. You know how it is. Life gets in the way, man. Like, yeah. you know, just one thing after and next, bro. What, what can you do, you know? Yeah. But, you know, to our audience, um, we're always live. We're always posting on our socials, our Twitter and Instagram at Disseminate News. You can always email us at Disseminate News at Proton Mail. And if anything, uh, feel free to reach out, like, share, subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And with that being said, yeah, I mean, with that being said, Aaron, Arius, who wants to jump on? What's the crazy topics this week? Um, I'll just jump in for one that really uh, jumped out at me was um, this AstraZeneca vaccine that uh, was suspended in Denmark. I believe it was also uh, suspended in the Netherlands due to people, 30 people getting blood clots. And it's just some crazy news because I don't know if you guys know, but last week um, Canada got thousands of AstraZeneca vaccines and I don't think it's from the same batch, but it's kind of crazy. It's like they want people to take vaccines, but yet they're giving out faulty doses. So like, what do you do as the individual? Do you take the dose or do you not take the vaccine? And like, you know, how do you guys feel about this whole situation? Man, I said it. Did I, did I not say it in an earlier podcast that when we were talking about the vaccine coming to Canada and I commented that that it's pretty pathetic that Canada's buying vaccines and not making our own like <laughs> I feel so like true. we're the I feel like we're the only country I mean it's not it's not true but I feel like we're the only country that is not making the vaccine we have good we have good health care we have um like money, right? Like we're, we're a first world country. I don't know why we're buying vaccines elsewhere. And, you know, this wasn't really covered in the news too much, but um, uh, Prime Minister Modi in India had commented that Justin Trudeau was going to him to get vaccines because we couldn't get vaccines anywhere else. So now we're resorting to India to provide us with vaccines. So 
Um, I mean, what does that tell you? <laughs> the irony in that situation, though, that we had to go to India after that whole scandal with Justin Trudeau commenting on um, uh, Modi. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's just funny. I, no, I don't. What was it? Uh, there was some scandal where he was uh, criticizing Modi for, I think, something related to, I don't know if it was human rights or something like that. But then the fact that now he's turning around and asking him for vaccines is kind of cliche. You know what I mean? I know. I mean, that's like, I mean, it goes back to what I mentioned before in some earlier podcasts. Like, we don't specialize in really anything like that that's kind of the one of the faulty systems of our nation is that we i mean we got water we got wood i guess we got a lot of wheat remember they used to teach us back in school that there was like enough wheat in saskatchewan to feed the whole world i don't know if that's still i don't know if that's true but um i remember being taught that um but like the health like the biotech the healthcare, the the technology, like we're so behind as a first world country, we're so behind on all of that. Why are we buying vaccines from somewhere from some other country when we have the resources to do it? Apparently, we don't have the resources, but I thought we did have the resources. Well, well, supposedly I think we are making one, but it's not going to be ready till like I think what it sounds like till September, and it's not going to be like. Um, a lot of doses is just going to be something to kind of just help our supply. But you are absolutely correct, uh, Arius. Like for having one of the best healthcare systems in the world, like we are very behind. Um, but uh, going back to this AstraZeneca uh, vaccine, I saw a video uh, this week. I don't know. I, I sent it to you guys. And um, this nurse, she's been working. She's a Toronto nurse. And it's been going around the news like it's it's on the sun. I don't, for those that don't know, it's kind of like a, a conservative newspaper. However, you don't really hear it being reported in other, um, I guess you would say, uh, news organizations, but there's supposedly a movement amongst nurses where they say a large portion of them, they say approximately 40 to 65% of nurses in just Ontario alone are like just not opting to take vaccines and like a lot of them work amongst covid patients so what when you think about these numbers and these things what it makes you think like okay if they're not taking it what are the reasons for it you know what i mean and then you hear about like the vaccine the, the astrazeneca vaccine possibly giving people severe blood clots like this is not building our confidence to take vaccines but yet the government is pushing and, and and although they're not really forcing people to take it they are kind of doing it with soft power because there's going to come a point where we probably have to get a vaccine passport and to be take part in society you're going to have to get a vaccine so like i don't know about you jazz and um areas but for me i don't really have confidence in vaccines right now based off of the data that i've seen and the things that i've heard yeah i think you know most of the people i've talked to at least that are my age um, have all like nobody's ready to get a vaccine. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the bottom line. Like the older people are. Yeah. I mean, they're all jumping, you know, jumping, jumping the line to get the vaccine. But like, um, yeah, like it's just it's too early. It's too it's too rushed. And you can see like the AstraZeneca is like a good testament to 
the the rushing of it like now you like you hear it on the news i'm hearing it on the radio like this they're advertising for it but it's only for people between ages 60 and 64. Four, yeah. okay well like you know it's, it's so suspicious like what kind of vaccine has an age limitation to it and it's not and it's like a very small bracket right like it's it's fitting a very small group target group of people uh, between ages 60 and 64 it's odd it's just so strange i i, re I think the uh, the reason for that is how the government the ontario government's rolling it out so it seems like they're starting with no disrespect the old people first you know yeah so everyone 80 they did like 80 and above and they did um I can't remember. It was like in the seventies, and then they uh, it was like sixty five to seventy something. Then it was sixty to sixty four. So I feel like they feel the 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 consensus is that young people, especially like in their thirties and below, are more obviously more healthier than these people. So they don't need a. They're not prioritized when it comes to a vaccine. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, but Aaron, yeah, but the the AstraZeneca age group wasn't because they're like the reason why it's 60 to 64 is because they saw the studies that if it was given to someone who's older than 64 there's a high chance of getting these blood clots or a high chance of having adverse side effects that could p possibly lead to death so they realized that it's not actually that effective for older people so now they're just dishing it out to people between 60 and 64. That's what I understood right. it. I mean, that's the articles that I, the ones that I read, that's what I understood it to be. It wasn't because they're trying to do age categories of like, you know, we're doing the older people first and now we're on to the middle-aged people. It was well, because the, it, it had harmful effects. But that's what I'm saying though. Like, it, it, yeah, you're right. It, there's harmful effects for people that are older, but that doesn't mean that people that are younger can't take it younger than 64. I'm just saying, like, the reason yeah, why yeah. they're rolling it out is just, again, it's due to the, how the Ontario government's rolling it out, you know. Um, and we're so behind, too, man. Like, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, it goes back to, like, why are we buying vaccines? Because, I, you know, we're not, I'm not, I'm not putting my hands to get this vaccine. But when I step back and, and take a look at, like, the whole healthcare situation, it's like, why are we... Why are we buying vaccines? Because look at this lineup, right? Look at this prolonged thing, right? It's they're delaying, like they're reluctant to jump out of lockdowns. They're they're pushing everything back. Um, everything like everything's getting delayed because everyone's waiting for this vaccine, but then the vaccine's not coming because we're not producing it. We're buying it, and it's coming from India or it's coming from some other country, and so it's just like. It's just we're dragging our feet longer and longer. This thing, it's just kind of annoying. Like you know, you can tell. I like I'm. You can tell I'm kind of annoyed by it all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I understand exactly where you're coming from. I'm not saying I'll never take a vaccine, but for right now, I don't trust um, what they're offering. And again, based off of the data, like my, I just don't feel right about it. So for right now, I won't be taking it. You know what I mean? um so do but, we do we know the numbers exactly because I'm, I'm reading this from an article and it says like there was 22 cases among the 3 million people who actually got the shot there's actually 30 cases okay. right now according to cnbc <laughs> yeah it's still minimal i mean yeah it's not the chances seem pretty small i guess 
but but do you think that maybe the the folks that got these blood clots have maybe pre-existing conditions or maybe they're taking medications that might be mixing with the vaccine that's a great question nobody really knows and again it's only to certain european countries so a, a batch that was you know I guess, delivered to those countries, they would have to study that batch specifically as to what's going on. It could be a faulty batch. Mm -hmm. It could be any number of things, you know, like exactly what you said, mixing of medication. And this is another problem too. Like the government can't force people to get a vaccine. Like what if there's allergic reactions? Like I know a nurse that took the Pfizer vaccine. The first dose was fine. The second dose, her mouth went numb her tongue she didn't feel anything any feeling in her tongue yep. she had to go to the er they gave her benadryl and sent her home and that was that <laughs> so so i don't know man so uh you guys know that we're we're in the gray zone now and for our listeners uh toronto is finally emerging out of our was it two three month lockdown they said it was gonna be two weeks and ended up being two or three months but um so now we're in the gray zone. So my wife went today to the mall. She had to run over to a, a store at a Fairview Mall over there. And she was telling me that when she got up to the doors, there's like security at the doors. And apparently they want everybody who walks in the mall, you have to first, before you gain access, you have to go on, pull out your phone, go on to some government website that they'll tell you to go to, yeah. fill out a questionnaire. That's about crazy. whether you, whether you've um, been in contact with anyone who has COVID or if you have COVID or you know that that sort of thing, and then once you fill it out, if you're okay, then you show your confirmation like your 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 green light on uh, on your phone to the security guard at the door, and then they'll let you in. That's so everything crazy. is sort of like every yeah it's great. Everything's like monitored now, right? Like we're, it's just so, it's just so odd. Intrusion of privacy, man. But hold on. Wouldn't that cause so much? <laughs> I mean, yes, but wouldn't that cause so many lineups? Like, people... <laughs> I asked her that. I'm like, Aren't there, is there lineups in the mall? Wait, she didn't, well, hold she on. Did she actually do it though? Yeah, yeah, she did because she had to go and sit into the mall. To <laughs> Bro, bought that. Order your stuff online. Ain't nobody trying to get my data like that, man. <laughs> hey, well, she she went to Booster Juice, so you can't really order Booster Juice online. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yo, make your Booster Juice at home. That's crazy. They and you know that they're gonna obviously harvest her data with that. You know what I mean? Or like, or you know, skip the dishes, Uber Eats. Uh, yeah, like that's crazy. I can't yeah, believe I what you're telling me. You know, I have to ask her because I didn't actually ask her if she had to put her name and her personal info down, but I imagine she would. You should find uh, out. Follow up on yeah, this. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's so weird. Like, so okay, they're they're they. I don't I don't really see them enforcing the vaccine. Like, I don't I don't really no. see that happening. No way. But I I see this sort of thing being plausible, where it's like, oh, you want to go somewhere, then you gotta fill out. A health form or maybe show your vaccination card oh 100 or 100 or here yeah like do this questionnaire and we'll make sure that you haven't had any contact with covid so like that i could see how i mean it's already happening in the malls right i i feel like this could definitely grow into something into something bigger yeah i mean i think we've talked about this before but i feel like 
we're not going to be able to fly if we don't get the vaccine. We're not going to be able to go to like large stadium events without the vaccine. Like there's going to be a lot of limitations. So here's something interesting. Um, one of my, uh, one of my coworkers was telling me the, that his son just got COVID recently. Oh no. Um, no, no. Like, yeah, last week, uh, his son's doing fine. Like he's, He's healthy. He's a fairly young guy. I think he's around our age. Okay, good um, to hear. But what was baffling is that his son had no idea where he got it from because mm-hmm. he doesn't really get out. He doesn't really talk to anybody. He only sees the same people. He sees his mom. Um, I think he actually lives with his mom and, and like, some friends, right? Like, it's not he, – he, he kind of keeps that, like, friendship bubble going on. Yeah. Um, but then finally, I guess after just some asking around, he figured out that he had got COVID um, from his mom, who I think got it from uh, his aunt. So apparently they were at like a birthday party and it was just a small gathering. They're like, you know, less than 10 people there. Um, but apparently his aunt must have had COVID and then she kind of passed it on to his mom, and then he got it from his mom. But what's very interesting is that his mom got vaccinated a couple weeks ago. Mm. So she never, so So. from what I understand, she never got COVID, but he got COVID. So with with hearing this then, Arius, does that change your mind of getting the vaccine? Like, because I know for me, again, I'm not saying I wouldn't get it. I'm just saying right now where things are is like, I need to see more data and based off of the data I'm seeing, and especially with like the side effects, you don't really hear about much of the side effects in the news. So I, I need some more data in order to make a conscious decision. But what about yourself? Do you, would you end up getting it or no? Well, I don't, I mean, I'm going to say no at this point, unless I'm like, forced so you're to, but, the line, lines like but, <laughs> but I mean, like, I just, you know me, I don't like needles, but I mean, like, I just don't, <laughs> like, like the glaring question for me, like, and, and what I just told you is that even if you get the vaccine, does that still mean you can transfer COVID? Mm. And it sounds like that could be the case. I mean, but maybe we have to get he... a scientist or doctor in here to, to like deduce these facts, but based question. on the, yeah, go on. No, no, but you said that he went, did he ended up going to the party or was it his mom who went to the party? No, no, they all did. So it's not necessarily means that his mom had it. He could have just got it from his aunt. Because if his mom went to the party and came back and he never went, then she could have possibly transferred it to him even though she was vaccinated. That's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, let me. You know what? Because if 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 what if if like again, if they both that, went to yeah, the party, that, then it's it's straightforward. He got it from his aunt. But if if his mom went and he stayed, then that's an interesting case study to to really look follow up on. You know, what? let me follow. Let me let me follow up with you on that and all our listeners. I want to let me get the the story straight because that is a good point. And but I remember when my coworker was telling me that it was there was that question of like, wait a minute, like I thought his mom was vaccinated right how could she carry it like that was kind of 
that's the, that was my takeaway from that conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that you bring that up, let me go. Let me go fact check that before I start spreading any more uh, false rumors. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. It's okay, bro. You actually you brought up really two really interesting points today, though, with your wife going into the mall. Like, we really gotta follow up on that and how that went, and then this because it's some interesting times we're living in, man. These are, like I said, some draconian measures. But, anyways, uh, Jasegan, what about you? Uh, I know you've been kind of on the border or the the fence when it comes to the vaccine are you are you taking it not taking it or you need more time um i i definitely need more time i mean i kind of like the fact that the rollout schedule is we might get it in september only because i can see like what the um potential i guess effects could be i'm okay. still i'm still skeptical on what the the long-term effects are like which is yeah. why I'm also very, I'm like, I don't think I would get like the Moderna or the Pfizer one. I would kind of lean towards maybe the Johnson & Johnson or uh, AstraZeneca. Just Same because, here. Yeah, like just because the AstraZeneca and the Johnson & Johnson, to my knowledge, is very similar to like the flu shot. Yes, yes. Um, although I've heard that, okay, so I've heard um, the Pfizer, the Moderna, and the AstraZeneca requires two shots, but the Johnson & Johnson requires one shot. No, AstraZeneca requires one shot as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But you absolutely are right in terms of it's like a flu shot. And that's the reason why I'm a little shocked with the AstraZeneca. Because um, for me, if I was to get a, 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 a neat, uh, obviously a shot, I'm good. if it's just like the flu shot, okay, I've, I've taken the flu shot before. Yeah. I would go with the exactly what you said, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca. But with the new RNA technology, I do not trust it because I spoke to Again, another nurse, which I will not name. Mm -hmm. And she says that if you get, uh, let's say, for example, you get these new um, vaccines, which it's done through a new methodology, right? The problem is the proteins can spike in your body. And if you have any dormant underlying issues in your body, they can potentially bring up these issues in your body, which they don't really talk about in the news. And I was really shocked when she told me that. So, you know, again, like... I don't know, man. I that's, really don't know. That's interesting. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it, it shocked me when she told me that. That's why she said, like, although AstraZeneca and um, what do you call it there, the Johnson, Johnson & Johnson, Johnson yeah. you know, give you the virus. Like, it's like a typical flu shot. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not as, I guess you would say, it protects you as much as the other ones. It's only like 60-odd percent or 65%, something like that, 62% yeah. effective. But... You know, again, nobody talks about the consequences of having spike proteins in your body with the new RNA uh, technology, right? And if you have dor if if you have dormant issues which are not there, these potentially can bring out these issues, especially if you have uh, um, issues like genetically. She was saying, mm -hmm. it could, based off the data she see, it could or these issues can arise. If you like, for example, you have. I don't know how she's putting the science together, how she's interpreting it, but if you have like something down the line, like your mom or your dad has, and you have a spike in protein, like it could potentially that whatever your father had could come up or get inside of you, or, or you could get it. I don't know. So, but so this is, sorry, go on. 
I know. I, I was just going to say, so the vaccine could be a catalyst to something else. Yes. And this is what she was saying. Like, you don't really hear them talking about this much. It's very quiet. But like based off of the data, this is what you it's kind of there, but they're not really again. They don't want to talk about it. I understand. Like, why would you want to talk about it when you want to get everybody vaccinated? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is this is the issue. But again, I could be wrong. She could be wrong, you know, but it's a, I just thought it was an interesting theory. That's interesting. Sure. That's very yeah. interesting. Yo, a spike in protein sounds pretty good to me, though. <laughs> I mean, that's like I'm always down for more protein in my body. Sounds like steroids to me. Not, not that protein. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm always yeah, it's not that type of protein, protein bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, if that, if that vaccination is gonna give me more protein, then maybe I will consider it. Uh, no, no, listen. You know what? Just stick to booster juice and their proteins instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Arius, you actually uh, had a topic you wanted to bring up. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, this is interesting. Uh, before Arius, sorry, I'm cutting you off. Um, this is interesting. So the U.S. is actually sitting on millions of doses of the AstraZeneca va- vaccine, and they won't share it with other countries. So, for those who don't That's know, why we're going to India. <laughs> for for those who don't know, the U.S. pretty much hasn't approved the AstraZeneca vaccine. So they have a bunch of these doses just sitting there, in I think in Ohio, and no one can use it, and they're not sharing it with anyone else. What do you guys think of that? So wait, hold on. Did you say they're not approved yet or they are approved? They're not approved yet. I think they're, well, they're it's like phase three and or end of phase three or something like that. Well, that. There's your answer. It's not approved. If it's approved, maybe they'll give us some, you know. But it, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe Biden's going to try and be the white knight and just like say it's all <laughs> approved. And his goal of getting everyone vaccinated by May 1st is going to be reached. But, okay, so here's what's interesting. So AstraZeneca asked the U.S. to loan the doses to the EU. And uh, the U.S. was like, nah, it's not happening. We're not shipping to the EU. Yeah, but there's a reason for that, though. The EU has also been putting on um, clamps on Pfizer and Moderna um, vaccines going out. This is why the U.S. is doing it with AstraZeneca, right? I don't know if you guys remember but other countries were were trying. Even Canada, we had the same problem with Pfizer. We were behind in shipments. They, the EU, wants to make sure that EU countries are prioritized first, and they put some type of rule in place. I can't remember. So it makes sense what the U.S. is doing. They're only just responding in kind, and from my perspective. Yeah, but Jazz, what do you think, though? I mean, do you think do you think there's something more to it? I, I mean, I'm just I don't know. I mean, like sharing is caring is all I could say, but. I mean, if we have these vaccines sitting there, um, I, I'm not too sure if they go bad. Like, is that is that a situation that the vaccine can go bad if they're stuck in storage? Yeah, they actually can. That's a good point, Jazz, actually, that you raise. Um, they absolutely can go bad. And this brings up another issue about the same batch that's coming to Canada. They expire on, I believe, April 1st or 4th. Oh. I'm not mistaken. And this is a question I had. I'm so glad you brought this up. So if they're going to be giving these these vaccines when they're almost at the end of their life, does that change the efficiency of them in, in terms of how they can protect the person? And can it cause potentially problems if they're almost expired? That's a good question. Because so 
when when we think of expiry, we know that like if milk gets expired, we throw it away immediately. Like, you can't drink bad milk. Well, no, you can drink Some it and just, well, and just yeah. doodle yourself I drink, up I drink faster. Milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, no, Aries? You, you think I'm joking, but I'm actually serious. <laughs> Why, though? Bro, that's gonna rotten out your inside, okay, man. Okay, listen, bad example. Yo, Jazz, just hold on. I want to hear about Aries. Hold on. So, Aries, why do you drink spoiled milk? Yo, it's pretty good, actually. No, it's so. so, the, so, the, milk, so <laughs> the milk I drink, so it's a little different. I drink, uh, I drink raw milk, unpasteurized milk. So, oh, okay. So, when. Uh, so when pasteurized milk, no, not when unpasteurized milk, like raw milk, when it starts to ferment, it actually becomes more like a kefir and then it starts to turn more like a yogurt. So, uh, so yeah, so, I mean, sometimes I'll just let it sit in the back of my fridge and I'll just start like fermenting for a couple of weeks and then I'll just pull it out and drink some. It's pretty good. It's not that bad. Okay, <laughs> but if you did, if, Wait, if you did that with store bought milk, it would be it. It's nasty, like yeah. it'd make you sick. But it doesn't. But because when it's raw milk, it's it's un, it's not it's not pasteurized, right? So there's a lot of um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank now. Like ba- bacteria and cultures, and um, uh, what's that word? My microbiotics. There's a lot of yeah. Is that is that the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> probiotics. Well, There's a lot of probiotics that are building up. Wait, I have a question for you though, Aries. Sorry, sorry, Jazz. Yeah, yeah Aries, no aren't you lactose intolerant? No. Oh my. God. You're you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this just gets better, yo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yo, but that's the thing, though. I mean, like we could say this for another podcast, but the funny thing about raw milk is that it doesn't uh, have that lactose effect on on people so like so yes i'm lactose intolerant um if i were to drink regular milk then it'd be a bad day in the bathroom but um with raw milk it doesn't have any effect like i i can drink it no problem so that's that's what's very interesting so a lot of people i mean not a lot because it's not easy to get raw milk but people who know about this um tend to resort to uh raw milk because there's enough the enzymes and the protein is not cooked up and and killed when it gets past when it gets because it doesn't get pasteurized so it doesn't get mm-hmm. the enzymes don't burn up so there's mm-hmm. enough enzymes in the milk to help your body digest it properly mm, that's interesting where do you get the raw milk from if you don't mind us asking or is it secret yo i got my secret sources man i uh I, I will not. I will not divulge the farmer's name, but we can talk <laughs> offline. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of legal battles that are happening uh, oh, right okay, now okay. with the whole True. raw milk thing. But um, I mean, it's possible. Like, if you Google it, I'm sure you could find it. I mean, I found it on Google when I was looking for this part. Like, when I was looking for a farmer who could deal me uh, some raw milk, but. Sounds um, like a drug deal going bad. <laughs> it is deal. funny, man. Like these guys, like these guys pull up in their trucks, and like people just kind of come out of nowhere, oh, and, like okay. with their little baggies, and like you load up your bag with your jars of milk, and you go home. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the guy in cash. No, I mean it's uh, yeah. There's a workaround. Like the idea is that you buy a share of the cow. So if you buy a share of the cow, you technically own a portion of that cow, so you have the right to its milk. That's the only way mm. around it because you can't actually 
buy and sell raw milk. It's illegal. Okay. Um, so that's kind of the workaround. So yeah, I do own a share of the cow and it's like six years ago. That cow may have been dead by now. I don't know, but I, I but you're still milk. getting raw milk though. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you're, if your cow's dead, then don't you have to buy a new share of another cow? Oh, I don't know if he's dead. I'm just, it's been five or six years. I don't think kills that cow is still alive, but I still have my, <laughs> like my certificate of <laughs> being like a shareholder. <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you guys should try it, man. It's like you know, like like the cream rises to the top. Like you know when you like hear about the stories. <laughs> it's like it's legit milk, man. It's pretty good. Yo, next time I come, uh, next time I see you, I want to try a little bit of raw milk. This is interesting. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, my, sorry, go on. No, it just reminds me of a story. Of my brother, he's like my oldest brother. He's lactose intolerant, and one day I saw him. Um, drinking milk and i'm like yo kevin aren't you lactose intolerant he's like yeah man i just drink it and do it with myself after <laughs> like he just loves milk that much like he'll just drink it and then go poo after like i'm like it's the weirdest thing man oh my god i hate the taste <laughs> i hate milk with like to a passion i hate milk i like chocolate really milk. yeah yeah this guy loves chocolate milk. he's addicted <laughs> to it <laughs> okay listen so you're really just addicted to chocolate then well i mean you know i used to bring <laughs> like good chocolate dude this guy used to bring so many chocolate like a big carton of chocolate milk to work and drink the whole thing you don't even know man oh my god listen i i love chocolate milk let's just let's just leave it at that but okay I don't know how we like like change topics so weirdly. I was just saying that we should technically not be drinking store. Okay, we should not be drinking store bought milk past the expiration date. There's certain medications. Uh, I think they lose their potency after their expiration date. But is that the case with the vaccine as well, or is it just that you shouldn't take it at all? That's well, you know, in in Canada, there's no. There's no expiry date for anything you buy in the store. It's always a best before date. So maybe with the AstraZeneca, it might be like a best before date. But I thought when things expire, they just send them to third world countries after. Because like, <laughs> no, it's not even a joke. Well, Aaron, do. Aaron, you got it all mixed up, man. We're buying it from third world countries. Well, yes, that that is true for the vaccine, but like, no, no, but like, on, on a serious no, on a serious note, like when when products expire, they just ship it to third world countries because I've seen things like that, like, you know, I've I've seen things like that, like in parts of Africa and throughout the Caribbean and stuff, like they just give them like whatever's left, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe for like automobile parts, but you think uh, no, you think even that with for, vaccines. Even with like medication, yeah, they give them like older medication. They don't like throw it out. We're, like we're old Tylenol and stuff like that, they just send it over there. We're still selling asbestos to other countries. Yeah. What the heck? Okay, I did not know that we're sending off our ex- well expired things. To Are you sure? Life. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fact check this. It's hard to believe. I I could be wrong. Let me Google. Double check. <laughs> Because I'm just like, what the heck? Are you? Are we trying to kill other people around the world right now? Like, what, what kind of country is going to buy our expired vaccines? Yeah. Um, I don't think that it really does anything to you. Like, our, our medication is just probably not as potent. I don't know. Yeah. What? Huh. I'm Googling it right now. All right. Ask, so... your, ask your nurse friend that you won't name on the podcast. <laughs> Yo. I will uh, let you guys know. I know a lot of nurses. So, so uh, 
while Aaron searches that up, Arius, I know you had a, an interesting topic. Yeah, so switching gears here, let's uh, let's just touch on some business stuff. Um, did you guys hear about the uh, the new ETF that got released? I think a couple of weeks ago now, or last week, called uh, Buzz B U Z Z. It's an ETF. Did you guys hear about it? I've heard of it, uh, but definitely need an explanation. But beforehand, not financial advice. All right, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not sponsored or promoting the stock in any way. Um, so uh, on the topic of ETFs, which are just packaged mutual funds, mm-hmm. um, a new one got released just a couple of weeks ago called Buzz. And uh, I think it was Vanek that uh, created it. Very interesting. So this ETF basically tracks the most trending, uh, talked about companies on social media. Okay. So, so I... I so I, I I initially mistook it when I first read it. So I'm glad I'm talking about it now because yeah. if we talked about this last week, I would have been given false information. I thought it was um, more of like a volatility stock. So it's the price is going up and down based on how often people are are talking on about social media yeah. and talking about the stock. But yeah, what were you going to ask, Jess? No, I was just going to, I guess what I was going to say is like, let's say, people were hyping up Tesla, would that stock go up? Would Buzz go up, sorry. So here's the thing. So Buzz um, holds 75 stocks with at least $5 billion of market cap. And the, the, the 75 stocks are the most talked about companies during that month on social media. And then every month the ETF will go through those 75 stocks and pick out or remove, like add or remove which companies were less talked about. So they have these algorithms that they've created that basically searches all over social media sites, picking up, and and the, the algorithm is almost more like an AI because it's able to read and interpret social media text, like text. Yep. And and understand the sentiment behind it. And then if it's like whatever, you know, whatever the sentiment is or whatever the most talked about stock is on social media, then the ETF will go and buy that company's share. So what if someone bombards social media being like, Tesla's great, Tesla's great, Tesla's great, like just multiple <laughs> messages like that? I guess Tesla's gonna be one of the stocks that's <laughs> gonna be on the 75 hit list. I mean, I, that's how, that's, According to this article on that I'm reading on Benzinka, that's what it sounds like. So every month it just kind of rolls over and finds what's the next most trending talked about stock. Um, very interesting. I mean, I don't know. What, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, on that? I know you guys don't know too much about ETFs, but... I mean, it's not bad. I'm, I'm looking at the, the list, the holdings that they have right now. So like Ford, Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Tesla, Netflix. These are some big companies. And obviously, we would hear a lot about them in the news. Um, <laughs> Pfizer's one of them. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see like how, um, what is the stock? What's it at right now? Um, I don't know. Let me check. You know, I looked, I looked. When it first it came out on Thursday, and I looked on Friday, like we're talking one or two weeks ago. 
and I couldn't find it. it wasn't showing up on my chart. But let's see if it's on here now. Is it? Is it? Uh, is the ticker BUZ? Is that it? A BUZZ. Oh, BUZZ. Okay. Or BUZZ for you Americans. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Uh, twenty-five seventeen on Yahoo Finance is what I see. Twenty-five seventeen. Okay. What was it? Oh, what price did it get released at? Can you see that? Uh, you said it got released just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So it started. It seems like it started at twenty three fifty two, but I could be wrong there. I might be wrong there. But let me yeah, ask I'm you a question, uh, my Aries. Not picking it up. Yeah, what's up? But so, like with this whole Reddit, um, I guess you would say trend going on of you know diamond hands and holding the line and stuff. How does it affect this stock? You know what I mean? Like this this ETF holding. From what I understand, it would basically be whatever the conversation topic is on Reddit. So, I mean, GameStop is getting a lot of hype. On the holdings, Jazz, do you see GameStop as one of their uh, stocks? Uh, let me just control F that. Because if that's the case, then people can really manipulate this ETF. No, GameStop's not there. But you're right, Aaron. Uh, yes, uh, that's it. And I, I'm I'm interested in finding out why. So this is interesting. Oh, well, I think so. Hold on, Jazz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean the quali- the qualification here is a stock with at least five billion market cap. So each individual stock has to have five billion market cap. Mm-hmm. Oh, so gotcha. I don't know if GameStop has five billion market cap. Maybe it does when it at two hundred dollars. share (laughs) but i don't think it had that much of a market cap back when it was 40 bucks a share like last week Mm, gotcha interesting because yeah i'm 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 curious so like even if a company is going through bad publicity publicity like facebook or something they're still gonna be like on that tick they're still gonna be on buzz yeah so like but like think about like this because this is interesting and the way the etf works is fascinating even though a lot of people are talking about something like if a lot of people are talking about gamestop which they are and this buzz etf picks up gamestop into one of their 75 uh hit list stocks yeah if gamestop drops no matter how much people are talking about gamestop the fact that they're talking about it a lot means it's it's been shortlisted onto the 75 list right but that doesn't really affect the price because if GameStop stock is dropping, mm-hmm. that ETF is going to drop too. Huh. Does that make sense? Wait, say that again. The last thing that you said. So if a lot of people are talking about GameStop, yeah. it will it, it will trigger the algorithm to pick up GameStop and put it onto its list. But even though people are talking a lot about it, it doesn't affect the GameStop price unless people are buying and selling it, right? And so the buzz ETF is based on the holding of the stock. So if GameStop is dropping, even though a lot of people are talking about it, the buzz ETF is also going to drop. Oh, wow. That must, that's amazing then. That's like a trader's dream. Well, I like, mean, you could do, like, if you're a trader, you could, if you're, what you're, from what you've told me, then, like, in terms of tracking sentiment and stuff, like that is amazing. You know what I mean? No, no, yeah, but like, 
I don't know, like how what I don't understand. What do you, how are like, you interpreting it though? But like, okay, so if if you're, for example, if you're, if if there's movement in regards to like, for example, GameStop, right? Like people are talking about it and stuff, and you're a trader, and you're, and what you're saying is that there, the the effect of the Buzz ETF is that if if it's going down, um, right it will also be shorted on buzz ETF as well. Is that not what you just said or no? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's, basically, but like, that's what, what I'm saying. But, but you understand, but you understand like what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't matter how much people talk about it on social media. It like the, the, the volume of discussion on social media doesn't affect the stock price. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got right? you. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. So even though this buzz ETF is holding GameStop, if if the stock is dropping, no matter how much people are talking about it, it doesn't affect the price. So if GameStop starts dropping, the ETF is going to start dropping because they hold a portion, like portions of that stock until they gotcha. get rid of it, right? Until they get rid now, of I mean, it. And this is this is kind of a bad example because the the etf holds 75 stocks so yeah. if gamestop drops it's probably not going to have a big dent on the price because it holds 75 or 74 other companies that are going to hold the price up but that's but that's kind of the idea so the volume of of content on social media is not affecting the price i and that when i when i initially read about this etf that's i thought what you were thinking aaron i thought that that's how it worked is if more people talk about it on social yeah. media, then it's going to be valued more. I thought that's how it was. And I think that's maybe how the media was portraying it, but it's not, but it's not when I was reading up on it, it's a little more safer. <laughs> you could say <clears throat> it's a little more uh, strategic in that they're really just buying the stocks of the most talked about companies. Do you, Got know, you. Do you know how often they're going to be changing the stocks in the portfolio? Is it? Well, according I mean, according to what I've read, it's on a monthly basis. Okay. So it's not that often. I, I thought it was actually going to probably be like on a weekly basis, but we're talking monthly and, you know, on social media, th trends are in and out like less than a month a lot of yeah. times. Um, so the, it is very interesting. I What was also interesting is that the algorithms that they use, the 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 founder the creator of this was saying that one of the challenges that they were having is that the algorithm was not able to pick up emojis and oh. and understanding emojis and the sentiment behind it because a lot of people are using emojis like a bear emoji or a rocket emoji or a diamond emoji and so the algorithm didn't understand what that meant <laughs> so that was some of the challenges that they were facing i think they've had to tweak their algorithms now to you know, interpret what these emojis mean. Okay. But that's kind of a, just a little side, just a side point that I thought was very interesting. It is. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they wouldn't jump onto meme stocks though. Like, I feel like that would cause so much fluctuation in the stock. I, I feel like putting in GameStop, putting in AMC, a cost or whatever, wouldn't be realistic though. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I guess we can find out. I don't yeah. really have yeah. anything. What I did think about, though, is kind of what you were just saying, Aaron, is like, how far is this going to go? Like, 
the fact that this is like when you know they first announced buzz i was like whoa man a social media like a, a etf that tracks social media that's pretty crazy but what if they actually do have an etf that tracks the like the volume and velocity of social media and that's crazy because they already have etfs that track the velocity on the s p 500 index so mm the price it's it's called the VIX you guys like you can look it up it's its own index and it's it's the velocity index that's how people just kind of coin it and so that index basically moves up and down based on the uh, volume and speed of of transactions that are happening on the stock market whether people are buying or selling right the speed and volume and velocity of those transactions is what um, gets factored into the price of the of the uh, index. Huh. So it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with um, like the company or or anything like that. It's like literally just like like the velocity, speed, volume, like all these things that are very intangible. I mean, the stock market's already intangible, but this yeah. is like really intangible. Um, and you can usually tell, like, if you if you look at the at the VIX, um, it always spikes when the stock market takes a dip because people are just like panicking and they start selling, and there's just like so many sellers and so much fear mm -hmm. that the VIX spikes up and the S and P goes down. They usually the VIX also gets the name the fear index because that's kind of how you can gauge the overall market's fear is that if there's a lot of fear, the VIX goes up. If you go back and look on the charts from March, 2020, the VIX, I think hit an all time high or at least near two because of all the, the panic and fear that people were experiencing when COVID first hit. Oh, wow. So, uh, so that like makes me think, you know, are we going to get another ETF that's going to be velocity based, but based on, social media like topics on social media or what people are talking about like a lot of people are talking about diamond hands okay <laughs> suddenly this this etfs just starts spiking because the more people are tweeting it the more the price is going to go up you know <laughs> it'd be interesting because like the general kind of thing is like a stock an etf contains a bunch of stocks but like if an etf was able to contain a bunch of just like uh, phrases or words like diamond hands or to the moon or something that'd be interesting you know but it's and it's not that far long because think about um like think about jack dorsey you guys probably read the other week that he's wanting to sell and he he is auctioning off the very first tweet that he made on twitter <laughs> right and it's going for like it's over two million bucks i think now over 2.9 million yeah so so like now we got to stop and think about wait a minute so this this guy is now selling his tweets so what does that mean for everybody else on twitter can they start selling their tweets like can donald trump start selling all his like crazy tweets that he's tweeted out in the last four years and then if you buy it you have ownership of that tweet so like we're getting into this realm of like buying and selling intangibles that are like it's like really intangible. Like this is like but stuff on a whim. What are you gonna do with the tweet? Like just you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. the first tweet is yeah. so stupid. <laughs> I know it is stupid, but you have bragging rights. I mean maybe but like maybe you could 
you could <laughs> sell it to like an like you could sell the 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 usage rights to a newspaper. Like if someone wants to write an article and they uh, reference your, see, yeah. they, they reference like a Donald Trump tweet. Oh wait a minute, they got to go through you first because you have the copyrights to that particular tweet. You know. Yeah, because right now nobody owns it like nobody like right now you could just go on Twitter and just look up the tweet and share it. Right. Yeah. But what if they start putting a paywall in front of it so that you need to if you want to use that tweet as a reference on your blog page or something, you got to pay. It's just like an artist with their music. You got to every time the radio plays a song, that artist gets a royalty fee. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, what if it's the same thing with this? very like i'm just like you know i'm just speculating but like these are just like thoughts that are kind of going through my head that's interesting because there's like that's just like another scheme of how to make money at this point <laughs> 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 yeah it is i mean i don't know like people are just like in this in this crazy haze like you know nft like non non-fungible non-fungible tokens i don't know if you guys read up on that um, a little bit yeah yeah like that's like that's interesting too because it's it's opened the the door for a whole bunch of artists in 2020 to sell their artwork digitally without mm -hmm. having to go in person or without having to go to like um like an auction or anything like that so it's been great for artists because apparently like the, the, there's been a lot of talk about this recent nft sale that this beeple guy sold for 69 million but yep. NFT stuff has been around um, at least for a year and it's raised like millions of dollars for artists or I should say artists have made millions of dollars collectively just by selling their digital artwork. But like that's not even hard artwork like like you buy an artwork with NFT and like you're not going to hang it up on your wall because it doesn't even exist. It's all on the <laughs> Internet. So like it's just it's a token, right? Like that's what it, it is. Yeah. It's a non-fungible. It's a token that is basically like the signature of the artist, and it says that you have like the rights or the copyrights to that particular artwork. But like, it doesn't stop anyone from just screen sharing, like um, print screening it, yeah, and like saving it down, right? Like it's it's still uh, disseminatable yeah just using our own uh, logo there <laughs> but but like it's still like consumable for the online world but like it's these tokens out of like just we're, we're entering this realm where it's just so digital now yeah that like it's totally intangible i think that's the thing like i feel like digital is the future i think um and obviously aaron aaron loves this but uh, digital is the future. Privacy is definitely going to be a big conversation topic towards that. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to know, like, guys, audience, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the whole vaccine itself? Are you are you thinking of taking the vaccine? Are you thinking of waiting? Uh, what do you think of the whole blood clots with the AstraZeneca one? Um, as well as the whole uh, new buzz ETF. Are you are you on it? Are you thinking about it? What do you think? And as well as this whole Aries, what do you call it? It's called um, non NFT. Yeah, non fungible token. Non non fungible to tokens. That's gonna be it. It's like it sounds like non fungus tokens, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, no. Honestly, guys, what do you guys think? And to give you a quick update as well from last week's podcast, 
our last time's podcast, I have stole GME. I didn't make a profit from GME. So for Aaron and nice. Aries who laughed at me, screw you guys. <laughs> yo, I called it though on our chat. Guys, I was like, yo, this thing could easily hit 200 again. I, I mean, you know, it hit 300 and then it crashed a little and then it was back to like 250 or something. So, you know. Good for you, man. I'm glad you made money though. I'm happy for you. I, I really am. Appreciate oh, it. Just want to follow up too, guys. So I looked at the thing. Countries are not supposed to be giving their expired drugs to other countries, but there has been cases according to the World Health Organization where countries, including Canada, has donated um, expired drugs to like third world countries. Oh, wow. We're donating. That's the key word there. <laughs> We're donating. Donating. It's still wrong, though. Not for money. Not for <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like it's like take it or leave it. That's it. That's literally it. Yeah. Oh, We're gonna man. throw these in the garbage, but if you guys want them. Hey, I mean, no. you know what? This is your pollution now, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally it. Pretty much. It, that, that's what we sell our garbage to the Americans because we want a clean <laughs> land. Clearly, we're so environmentally friendly. We sell our garbage to the Americans. Clearly, we know that Canadians are so polite, but we just say that's a you problem. That's that's it. That's all we could say. <laughs> uh, but guys, with that being said, thank you again for listening to the podcast. And feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Disseminate News. And feel free to comment, like, and share on this podcast. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you in the next one.